everyone, I'm Jenny Stanley, Founder and Managing Director of Appetite Creative. And once again, thank you so much for joining us after the magnificent conversation and tips around strategy and interpretation of data from Vika in the last session, we are now going to dive into the future, the future of connected packaging. And we will talk about the benefits brands can get with this type of packaging, the industry trends, and the reasons behind the exponential growth of connected experiences. Joining me in this discussion is Alessio Chiaroni, Digital Solutions Manager Europe for Cent and Central Asia at Tetra Pak. Hi Alessio, how are you? Hello, great to see you and hear you and great to be invited to this nice uh, event. Lovely to see you again. So to get kicked off, we're asking for a fact that not many people know about you. Is there anything you can share with us? Absolutely, that, that's an easy one. I'm uh, other than a, a very passionate uh, you know, professional in digital, I'm a um, pro guitar player and I own 20 guitars. Oh, okay, love it. I've definitely learned something new. Maybe we should ask you to play us something at the end. <laughs> Next time, absolutely, with pleasure. <laughs> I love it. Brilliant. Well, let's get kicked off. So one of the things that we've been obviously talking about a lot is COVID, the pandemic, and most big brands have had their plans changed or turned upside down in the last two years. It's really affected everyone. How do you feel that it affected your team? How did you need to adapt? How did Tetra Pak need to adapt? Yeah, I think like, like everyone, we have a lot to learn, right? We are, a, um, uh, of course, one of the key global players in the packaging industry. Uh, we have great teams in marketing, in services, in technical services, but there is a lot that we still need to learn uh, and improve on digital. It's, it's very fair to say. And I think we want to keep investing in that, in that stream, in that improvement of competencies, of solutions, of platforms, to really also help our customers grow in their digital transformation. So digital transformation is just, you know, it's something happening for everyone, including Tetra Pak. So one of the things we've been doing is to try to improve our, you know, our skills, our technical solutions, and of course, our partnerships with, with you know, great uh, other supporters like Appetite. So that helped us a lot to speed up our digital transformation as well. Do you think there's any other changes that are necessary for brands and corporations? It now feels like we're not in post-COVID, um, we're not quite there yet, but do you feel we're kind of moving into a new phase and beyond where there's other changes that brands should be thinking about? Um, yeah, that, that's an interesting question. I mean, because I, I'm relatively new in the packaging uh, industry. I come from pharma and healthcare. And I have to say, you know, probably people underestimate the impact of digital transformation in their industry. Uh, even before COVID, frankly, um, I, I've not had the perception that digital was super high in the strategic agenda of at least our, you know, the brands that work in the categories where we are active, like dairy, juice, um, water. I, I think there is still really a lot of growth opportunities and um, many of the brands, one of the things to help them realize is A, that they will need digital solutions more and more mm -hmm. starting today and not just in five years from now. So kind of create a sense of urgency, right? As they say, in uh, uh, helping brands to really uh, consider, uh, you know, initiatives like connected packaging really strategic for their growth. Um, and, and second is also make it easy to start. That's that's the big thing that we spent a lot of time uh, thinking about. So 
digital can look complex and uh, you know cumbersome and maybe people think it takes too much investment or effort to get started but our whole um you know point is you don't need to go from zero to a hundred uh, in in one go actually the best way is to start very slowly but clearly and and with the clear focus and 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 embrace it <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah and really believe in it yeah that's that's the point and and be humble be ready to relearn things um mm -hmm. that maybe companies more traditionally companies have not been in this kind of uh, learning attitude for for many years in in certain uh, it, it seems yeah yeah no absolutely absolutely since the focus of today is all about innovation and packaging, um, I know we've been working together for a good few years, but maybe you can tell everyone else a little bit why Tetrapack chose to implement connected packaging. Yeah, yeah, it goes really to the very essence of, of our brand. <laughs> that, as you know, our motto is uh, protect what's good. Uh, and uh, I think, you know, in the past it was, uh, you know, 40, 50 years ago, it was really about providing good quality and protection to uh, the food that people were consuming uh, in a more, you know, um, uh, affordable, in a more uh, scalable way, you know, fueling the big growth of consumer uh, in, in, uh, in, again, in traditional categories. But if you think about that same um, kind of mission statement today, it's not just about uh, keep protecting the food, uh, which, you know, we live in Europe, luckily, where we don't have maybe so much of these issues anymore. But think about, you know, still most, a good part of the world still has those issues, right? Mm -hmm. How do you reach for, uh, some, you know, uh, high quality, non-contaminated food in Central Africa, right? So we still have a lot to do there, of course. Mm -hmm. um, we want to be more sustainable, of course, you know, in everything we do, uh, of course, carbon, uh, being carbon neutral, uh, being very sustainable, it's, it's at the core of many of our efforts today. But I think, again, um, protecting what's good doesn't only mean uh, a sustainable, um, high-quality package for any kind of uh, you know, uh, drink or, or, or food. It's also about protecting the information around it, right? And, and adding value uh, both to the consumers and to the brands that use our packaging. So it's also generating and protecting um, information that goes together with the physical package. And that's kind of the, the, the digital stream of uh, the physical supply chain. So if that makes any sense, I think that's a big, big, um, uh, important priority for us. Yeah, absolutely. You touched actually on um, sustainability. Um, and we've obviously got tomorrow on that. But I think Tetrapack also used connected packaging to talk about sustainability. So if I'm right, Tetrapack have used uh, connected packaging, both to educate around sustainability. Tell, tell us a bit about that. Yes, absolutely. You know, I think if we want to be successful as a system, as a, you know, set of nations <laughs> on, on sustainability, as always, it's not just about having the right materials, sustainable, biodegradable materials, for example, that impact uh, the, the environment less and less, but it's also about educating consumers in how to use them correctly, how to recycle them, also helping brands to communicate that you know they've done significant investments and uh, changes to uh, you know their whole production setup, mm. um, and and it's important that people know about it and are aware. And um, you know if you take a carton package, it does have quite a bit of space to explain about things that happen to the package and to to the brand 
proposition. But of course, digital is the best. Um, I think it's even, you know, it really augments and empowers and uh, improves this uh, storytelling, right? So you, it's like having a short uh, uh, business card, let's say, which is your traditional packaging uh, um, design. But then you you kind of click to that um, uh, to that to that uh, uh, to that package in a way, and you access a whole other host of interesting, dynamic, personalized content uh, through the digital connected tech, right? So yeah. that's that's a fantastic um, uh, how can I say it goes really really well together. It it augments really the power of the package of the physical package. Yeah, it kind of opens the door to unlimited exactly. space to be able to exactly. tell the story. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. And of course, if we say that, um, you know, a, a, paint, a picture paints a thousand words, well, obviously, you could then put a video behind the QR code. You could then put a lot more behind that as well. So really kind of tell that story and educate, as you say, um, about sustainability. Of course, the other use... Um, was, or is, I should say, um, for for customers. So customers actually using this um, themselves. What are the main benefits for the brand um, and for the brand's customers? So, yeah, that, that is all, that was part of the big, uh, in a way, the big bet, right, that we did when, you know, several years ago when we started to think about our connected package offering is, of course, what? how do we prove the value of this project? What, what does it add to a brand um, when they invest and you know they, they dedicate their time and then people to such, um, let's say, new projects? Well, the good news is that we have very, very strong, I would say it's, it's very clear evidence that it gives a lot of different types of, of returns on the investment made. Um, first of all, a couple of numbers. Of course, we want to be data-driven. Ninety uh, percent of the <clears throat> of the customers that have done a connected package project with us um, in Tetra Park or with our partners uh, repeated it. So um, we have people now doing it for over three years, <laughs> uh, repeating campaigns, maybe back to school campaigns. <clears throat> so that's that's a clear indicator that if if it wasn't bringing value, our friends would have not redone projects right they would have not have gone through the whole thing again so that's that's the i think the strongest argument i have but also in terms of results it goes really from the beauty of this this project is it's very um how can i say very flexible very easy to adapt to you to each brand's strategic initiatives and as i said <clears throat> it can go from improving engagement rates so more views more, more shares more users in your database of course in a safe secure way um, so from traditional, let's say, marketing engagement metrics, improving or in some cases even doubling uh, through a connected package campaign uh, to sales results. Of course, that's in the end, at the end of the day, one the biggest indicator of, of return. And I can tell you most of the campaigns we have done through connected package or where connected package was one of the ingredients of a nice thought, uh, nicely thought uh, marketing campaign. Um, they really reach, uh, achieved uh, uh, growth, significant growth in sales, um, um, in some cases even doubling the quarterly uh, sales results. So uh, very good on, on the sales impact. How can you push um, new projects, new projects or products, um, new flavors in your, in your uh, portfolio? Um, so yeah, I think it really, it's, it's very versatile and it can go from more traditional uh, sales metrics to marketing metrics to new things you can do with connected package and um, if you know for the marketeers listening to us um, 
think about how quickly, so how long does it take to get results when you do a marketing study, for example. Mm -hmm. So you need to pay an agency to do a marketing research. You need to wait for the agency to, you know, to roll out the, the, their surveys or research. And then usually it takes several weeks or months to get mm -hmm. real results that you can work on. And of course, a significant budget. So what we have found together, right, is that connected package is a fantastic way, very cost effective way um, to get, uh, you know, immediate feedback. You want to test how a new flavor is being perceived by the market. You have, you know, as soon as 100 people scan packages, you if you put down some kind of survey through our um, solutions, you can get immediately a feedback. Is it going well? Is it clear? Is it something, you know, is there something that we need to improve on? So I think, again, it's um, traditional metrics, but also new uses um, uh, of, of, uh, of new tools, right, that replace more expensive or lengthy uh, processes in in uh, in the marketing and sales department. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I think that kind of dynamic um, instant, because of course the, the the results you see throughout the campaign, it's real time. So it, it, that's very very different when you do, as you say, a market research campaign. You've got to wait weeks, months for for the results to come back. Um, by that time, it might even have, have moved on, and, and some decisions might have already been made. Whereas this is real time, so you know that kind of exactly. dynamic element i think is fantastic um yeah yeah and one other thing is also you know as a brand you want to be valuable right for your customers you want to know them more i think it's a loop right the more you know your customers um the more you can provide them uh, not only the right physical product but also in the right format in the right size through the right channel but also the right digital experience. So if, um, you know, if the majority of the people that uh, engage with your brand digitally is, uh, I don't know, um, you know, people looking for information, you, you will clearly provide more granular, more um, curated, right, information mm -hmm. to, to that audience. Uh, but if other uh, of your consumers maybe just want to have uh, fun, entertainment, games, you can immediately switch to those people with other contents. And the two things, the beauty of this is that um, they can coexist, right? You can really tailor the digital experience in a dynamic, flexible way. So yeah. That, yeah no. that's, that's fantastic. Oh, oh yes, because you can also change the, the age of the male or female. And if you choose that path you go down, um, you know, you can then change that experience in real time for, for that consumer, which is, you know, fantastic. Um, Absolutely. Maybe talk to us a little bit because there's two different ways of doing connected package packages, isn't there? There's there's the static uh, QR codes, but there's also the unique codes, and Tetra Pak have the ability to do both. Yeah, that's that's interesting because um, you know I, in my experience and also with, with your help, we we really spent a lot of time thinking about let's say the the front end. So again, the content for the consumers. Uh, is it better to use a web application versus a, uh, a mobile application that you download? So there is all that discussion, but um, especially for people working in packaging on and that know, uh, you know, the, the, the production part uh, related to, to producing millions and millions of, of physical units in a safe, again, safe, clean, sustainable way. Um, this aspect of printing the codes is, is quite key. It's actually quite key. It's, it's a bit technical, but it's very specific. So uh, Tetra Pak invested literally millions in um, specific printers that can print unique codes on a mass-produced um, you know, uh, 
volumes uh, for, for retail, for example. So um, what we try to do is to bring an element of, uh, in a way, personalization and uniqueness to a mass-produced product like packaging, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, what does uh, what is the power, let's say, of, of uh, unique codes? Um, again, once they're printed uh, in, in our, what we call converting factories, where we produce the, the packaging material, um, first of all, you can incorporate some information on the packaging material directly to each of those codes. So if I consume a package of milk somewhere in Paris or in Milan, I potentially could already access that's up to the brand, of course, to decide which information they want to open up to their consumers. But you could include uh, information on the origin of not only the milk that you're consuming, but also the packaging that it's that contains it, right? Mm -hmm. So um, it has this kind of, um, I call it a, a bit of a, a digital fingerprint, which is unique, which is secure, um, because we have also a cloud, a very secure global cloud infrastructure to store these codes and make them available to um, different people in the supply chain and consumers. And if you think about it, putting this digital identity mark right on, on each package um, enables a brand to even push further this personalization. You, what I say is that a physical package, when, when I try to explain to brands why they should think about connected package with unique codes versus static codes, um, I, I came up with this, uh, this comparison. It's a bit like having uh, on, on a browsing history of, of, of a consumer, right, of us, um, you can follow, basically you will know that that specific physical package consumed you know, uh, on a certain day in a certain hour enters the digital browsing history of that, uh, of that consumer in a, in a very clearly identifiable way. And that physical package scanned at that time is not the same uh, package, maybe of the same flavor of the same brand scanned two days after. So of course, this brings a potential of uh, precision of um, you know, detailed information on the habits of your consumers which is unprecedented. And uh, you really create this one-on-one -on -one unique uh, relation between the consumer who is scanning through their phone and that specific package producing that specific place and consumed in, in another specific place, for example. So that really brings to the full potential, uh, I think, the value of connected package. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And the kind of additional data points can just tell a whole new story. Um, exactly. Also, you have as a, as a brand, it's the probably the best way to make uh, in, in a very simple way for the consumer to make sure that the product that they have scanned and that they have in their hands is that specific product. So it's not the same package of milk scanned three times, yeah. but it's actually three different packages of milk. And of course, that has a whole impact in understanding how often they buy, what do they buy, why do they buy. So it's, yeah. it's, it takes really to, to the maximum, the level of procedure. Yeah. And also it kind of um, gives some information from the, the, the time that that product was packaged to the time that that actually ended up in a consumer's hand. That's, that's a length of time that I think probably without that you wouldn't have. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and again, uh, we're just speaking, of course, from a marketing standpoint. But there is a whole other set of advantages that you can achieve as a brand when you think about improving the efficiency of your supply chain, uh, help working better on your distribution model, reducing inventory. And of course, you know, maybe it's not exactly for this audience, but it's, it's a huge, huge potential for uh, any food and beverage brand and even retailers, I would say.
So uh, again, it's a very specific uh, technology. We call it um, uh, Pico printing. Um, and uh, it's also a bit of an advantage of the carton packaging, because I'm not really sure that you can achieve these um, unique codes printed on each package uh, when you work on, uh, for example, PET bottles or cans. So it's something, you know, the, 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 the design of the package remains, you know, exactly the same, so super high quality. And the unique code um, is printed in the same exact quality of the rest of the, of the package. So it's, it's really a big, uh, big advantage, I would say, from all points of view that we can offer to, to brands working with us. Absolutely. And, and flipping back to the marketing um, reasons, of course, you can then open up possibilities like um, loyalty cards, um, incentivized purchase, because, of course, you've got to you've got to know that the next scan is actually a, a, a another packet. It can't be the same one. So that then opens up so many other possibilities there back on the on the marketing. So so many different ways. Really, Absolutely. Taking connected packaging on a whole, is there, you, you look after Europe and Central Asia, is there any particular country or any particular area that's more advanced with this? Why? Tell me about that. Yeah, that, that's that's another nice question. Uh, you know, I, I work, of course, we are a kind of a network of professionals within Tetra Pak and I often speak, I, I actually had a call uh, just, just this morning with my colleagues from China. Uh, I hear my colleagues in Americas, and I think one um, peculiar trait uh, for everyone that works in Europe is that, of course, we are, uh, yeah, we, we call it Europe, especially in big companies, Europe, Central Asia, but that means maybe 25 different countries, right? And each country does have their, uh, you know, very own specific uh, purchasing habits, their traditions, their language. Uh, so as you know very well, <laughs> when you develop and you roll out a connected package um, project in, in Europe, you need to think about, again, translations, different you know, settings maybe of, of, um, of the phones, which, again, our peers in Americas don't have, right? That's one big market, basically one you know, main language. Um, so yeah, that, that's absolutely interesting. And it, it, we did see those differences they, very clearly through uh, in the um, you know in the ways that um, brands think about their uh, marketing approach, some are very skeptical about, for example, people scanning the packages. They said, uh, "Oh, you know, uh, that that was a feedback from my colleagues in the Nordic countries. They're very skeptical that people are interested in uh, you know QR codes mm -hmm. in, in a kind of you know if you want to diminish a little bit the the whole uh, point. But basically, people say, you know, people in my markets are not scanning QR codes." While in other markets, we, we, there is this, um, um, how can I say, uh, much more, uh, much stronger belief in, in those digital tools. And actually, I think it's, it's a misconception, right? We, we know very well that QR codes are the de facto standard, right, in, uh, in connectivity, in getting information quickly, easily. But again, the perception about the, the kind of the stereotype, you could say, about those tools changes a lot when you move through throughout Europe. Um, also, again, the way I can mention this, um, there are countries like Russia where the government is pushing a bit more on the use of codes. Uh, again, not, of course, for marketing purposes, but for, for example, legislations. So um, our colleagues in Russia have been really, really very active in the past uh, years because there is a legislation that will require every single package of milk sold in Russia to have a unique code. So imagine the potential for that. 
So very, very different. Um, but I think if, if I look at the kind of the, the bottom line is you need to start. You need to do a first project to learn and find for yourself what is your best uh, way, right, forward with, uh, with digital solutions and connected package. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And also different, um, different reasons. It might be around uh, a competition, but it might also be around like information, like you said, the traceability of products or even just information how to use something or recipes but being able to, to have that connection with the consumer and have that kind of two-way conversation is different for different brands and different age groups. Um, but interesting that... Correct. Uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, and, and again, I, I think it's, um, it's really interesting to mention that um, even you know, uh, countries like uh, smaller countries, we did uh, projects, for example, in, in Croatia, or uh, again, maybe countries that people don't, for some reason, again, maybe have a stereotype that they're not super digitally mm -hmm. mature. Actually, the results were in exactly telling us the opposite. People were loved, you know, the, the ability to connect, to play games, to win prices through um, uh, through a QR code, basically. You know? So uh, I think it's really, maybe sometimes we, we have assumptions or stereotypes that are really not grounded. Um, another common thing that we get asked, uh, question we get asked is, uh, about fraudulent scans, right? People, yeah. many brands, especially in some countries, I have to say kind of Southern countries, the most like Spain, Italy, Greece, and uh, they're very worried, oh, but if I put a promotion with unique codes and people can, uh, or with codes in general, uh, people might be able to scan them in the stores without buying the product. And, and that's a fair concern, but again, reality tells us that A, we have lots of ways uh, to, again, especially working together, right? We spent quite a lot of time on this in building your campaign in a way that it's, uh, let's say, or that you really minimize the potential impact of fraud. Mm -hmm. um, and second, the evidence tells us that it's it's kind of a false belief. Um, we never had uh, issues with uh, fraudulent scans, really, uh, from Switzerland to Croatia to France to uh, Germany. So. Again, it's part of the learning, and, and maybe we need to bring this uh, knowledge and expertise to a wider community with events like this, right? Uh, to to uh, secure, you know, to, to make people feel more safe about starting these projects. Yes, most definitely, most definitely. Um, to wrap up, I mean, how do you see connected packaging evolving in the next few years? Do you think we've reached the maximum potential? I mean, projects from, you said you started a few years ago, is the number of projects the same or tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, that, that's nice. Of course, I'm partial, right? But um, I have to say, you know, being having worked now for over two years on this initiative, um, I'm very, very confident in, in the future of Connected Package. Um, in a way, I can say the first era of the use of codes and QR codes is is dead, is beyond us, right? So um, I can understand some of these, you know, people being skeptical about using QR codes because they still have in mind a static QR code, which brings me to an extremely boring web page uh, that doesn't basically say anything interesting. So that era, I, I hope that it ends as soon as possible, right? I still see in my kitchen too many products that have this kind of, you know, kind of terrible, very early uh, approach to connect the package. So I think that era, I hope it, it dies out very quickly, 
but there is a lot of potential for all the other things that we have started to learn and and you know be knowledgeable about and that i think has is the future and i cannot honestly believe or think that a um, one of our customers working in dairy in juice in you know soups can really think about being so, um, you know uh, competitive and um, being close to their customers if they don't start to learn about this kind of new tools it's a must it's simply a must <laughs> so uh, we will see a huge expansion I agree. <laughs> really agree. Well, thank you so much, Alessio. Thank you for joining us today. Some really, really interesting insights there, some really interesting facts. Thank you again so much for your time. Always a pleasure to chat with you.